When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Seattle, June 4th. I will be performing in you at the show box at the market. Tickets for that and a bunch of other shows are at Nerdist.com. Come out and see some live comedy that I am performing in. Also, if you're on the Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash Nerdist and click the like button because that's important to people for some reason. (laughs) So uh, help us out and do that. Also, I'd like to thank our returning sponsor this week, GoToMeeting by Citrix. These guys have won just about every possible award for web conferencing in the industry. And yes, there are a lot of them. But uh, we think the best accolades come from the newest customers who say GoToMeeting is A, simple and smart, B, dynamic, C, we're so happy we switched. That's what they said. I'm imitating them. Did you hear how excited they were? Smart Intuitive Controls allow you to host your first meeting right away. You can schedule in advance. You can do it on the fly. Everyone sees your computer desktop on their screens. So you can collaborate with files and documents in real time. It's available for Mac or PC. So use GoToMeeting for product reviews, demos, sales presentations, training sessions, weekly status meetings, debaucherous activities, whatever you want to do. Sign up today for a free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. Hold all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. You get uh, voice over IP in that as well, also phone service. So visit GoToMeeting.com, click Try It For Free, and enter the promo code NERDIST. Thanks, GoToMeeting. And now, to the rest of you, the Nerdist Podcast number 92. Hashtag hostful. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey guys. Hey. Hey. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. With your host, Big Shot. Big, Big, Big Shot Chris Hardwick. I can't tell you how much Big C has caught on. Oh, I love it. It's so weird. Like, you never know what's going to catch on. I mean, instantly when you started saying it, people started caught. Call- I'm proud. I, I, think, can't, I, I, think can't, I can't tell you how many times when I was at the Brooklyn show and people came up after the show. Because I always go out and say <laughs> hi to people after the shows. They were like... 
Nice job, Big C. And I'm like, that's cancer. Yeah, I think it's the fact that you don't like it is what because you know I you don't can't hate pick, it. You it can't just pick makes me slightly uncomfortable, especially it's when like Team Coco. especially when the commercial for the return of Laura Linney's The Big C came back and I'm like, yeah, I dare it, but she has terminal cancer. <laughs> Name recognition. The Big C is hilarious, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> the big C makes me laugh more than anything. Shut up! Stop it! You're why are you so insensitive? I'm sorry, I just like the big C. <laughs> Damn it! How can you no one can wow Jonah's really so brave. He's really embraced. I'm gonna write Big C a letter. Oh, he's liking cancer a letter. Oh, oh. God, that's so sad. It's a very appreciative letter. I don't think <laughs> what a weird kid. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very excited to have taken that on so thank you thank you gentlemen yeah. you're welcome thank, of thank yeah, you yeah. very much uh chris you have recently been one of la weekly's people i <laughs> i am a person it turns out yeah yeah i am a i person. wasn't sure i really wasn't sure if you were a you robot know, great. okay so the la weekly does every year they do a people of la issue and so um nicole campos uh included me this year which was very cool and we shot. We did the photo shoot at Meltdown. He loves that picture. I do. I it's do. Li- I do like. He looks I, really good. I, really I, awesome. I do. I do. I do like the picture. And uh, but what's what's really funny about it is that I mean we were just literally just Kevin Scanlon was a photographer who was a great. He's a really great photographer. Local local guy. Local guy. Local guy. And so we're just grabbing all this shit at Meltdown to photograph with like broadswords and you know and up in my office which still looks like an attic space. Um, uh, Gaston has these old Schwins. Yeah, he's waiting. And so I was like, "Hey, let's just let's just take this. Sh- let's just grab the Schwin." So I grabbed the Schwin, which is a hundred pounds heavier than it looks because it's a <laughs> it's a vintage bike. It's, it's actually yeah. made of metal. And so you know, we're, yeah, it's actually made of metal and uh, maybe lead and maybe uh, it's a, maybe there's rocks in the lead. So it's really heavy. And so I'm sitting on this bike and we take all the pictures and then <laughs> picture that goes up. Of course, all the nerds are like, nice flat tire. The tires are totally flat. Oh, on the I bicycle. didn't notice that. The tires are totally flat. So yeah. it's sort of funny that I, you know, I, I'm perched atop this bike looking uh, borderline douchey and then like flat tires. So that it was actually the flat tire that made the me not feel like, what, what are you trying to do in that picture there, tough guy? Yeah. Like, because the well, flat tire to me is really underscores the whole idea of being a nerd. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can try to be as cool as you want. Yeah. Flat tire. Yeah. Name. And it wasn't a purposeful thing. It was just like, yeah. it's like, Hey, check this out. <laughs> hey, look at you asshole. No, it, totally, it totally perfectly encapsulates what I feel like yeah. I've been struggling with my entire life of like, no matter how hard I try to get away from the, yeah. you know, like, no guys, I can be cool sometimes. It's like, just like flat tire. Like it's, I, that's uh, what I thought made it so gorgeous. Yeah. It's like, it's like, Oh, I got this jacket. It's so awesome looking. I'm going to wear it out tonight. And so I was like, Hey, the uh, discount tag is still on. Discount oh! tag, Or it makes a fart sound when you swing your arms. Yeah. Flat, flat, frap, flat. Frap. So I stopped wearing cords. Hey, why does your pant leg say 5228? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I wasn't I wasn't sure what that number was. <laughs> That's a 52 waist, 28 length. Sure is, Adorable. buddy. Adorable. Uh, Listen, guys, uh, there's some big news on the Nerdist front. Yeah, that's right. You're both being replaced by robots. I knew it. I, knew I it. told you. I thought he puppies. Did say that. I thought he did puppy say robots. Robot robots. puppies. Yeah, Robies. Robies. Um, no, so uh, we are. I'm doing uh, the Nerdist. Is looks like it's going to be a TV show. Um, I made a deal with the BBC who, I mean, all that all literally just came about from me wanting bargain hunt back from, in the year. uh, yes. <laughs> and from me mouth spazzing about, uh, Dr. Who, yeah. you know, like someone from the Dr. Who, uh, my fr- Devin Johnson, who became my friend works in PR at BBC. And when I started blabbing about getting Matt Smith in the podcast, 
he helped make that happen. I started doing stuff with them. And then, you know, ultimately we very, had a meeting. And very I, organic. It was very organic. And I think the BBC uh, does an amazing job of, uh, of they really do a good job of complementing their, their digital with their uh, broadcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, now we're going to do the Nurses TV show. And, of course, the big question was, are Matt and Jonah going to be on the show? The answer is, of course, I couldn't go anywhere without you guys. So we'll both be PAs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I expect tall chai lattes yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, fired. Yeah. You got a big C. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. Somehow big C I, also stands for a big chai. Big chai. Big chai. Big chai, big C. Uh, yeah, yeah, no people, water. No people water. were a flitter, a flutter on Twitter. Yeah, really, the response was way yeah. more than I thought it was going to be. So I, I just want to thank everyone who has helped support this show. I mean, like, it really is. I mean, it wouldn't happen if people weren't listening to the show. So thank you. Thank you to the listener, uh, whatever your name is. Hope I can get the time off from the fruit store. <laughs> well, hopefully <laughs> you, we will get you permanent time off from the fruit store. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, so you guys you guys will be involved with, with the show. And uh, so congratulations to you guys for being super awesome. Thank you. No. I have a high rate. I have a very high rate. <laughs> oh. I Matt? don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. The rate is very reasonable. So basically what's going to happen is BBC is launching this thing called Ministry of Laughs. So it's going to be a Saturday night because obviously Doctor Who is going to go into that hiatus chunk where they're going to break up the 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 sixth series. Now the ministry is like a secretary? Yes. Oh, phew. Uh, and so the Ministry of Laughs will be these uh, these British import comedies. And so I'll be sort of hosting these interstitial things, uh, you know, in between those on Saturday nights. Saturday night is Nerdist Night, and then at the end, Whoa. what will happen um, later this year is that the Nerdist TV show will then, um, if everything works out and we make a pilot that isn't assy, that will uh, <laughs> it will be the show that sort of ends the whole night. Oh, that's neat. So comedy I'd block. like to say anchors. The anchors whole the whole night yeah. is a bunch of it. Headlines the whole night, if Ooh. you will. Headlines the whole night. If tippy you will. tops. Yeah, tippy tops. <laughs> so it'll be, tops kind of an, it'll be sort of an expanded version of the podcast. Um and my my visual for one visual for one so you because people always say videotape the podcast and I'm always like no gotta kick this diet into high gear so the so basically the idea that I pitched to them was you know it'll be a couple segments of like roundtable with whoever our guest is and then maybe we'll do a stand up segment and then maybe we'll do a correspondent segment but my my idea would be that we actually record a full podcast with our guest and then just cut the chunks down for the TV version but then actually make the full audio episode available online. So that no none of the platforms are cannibalizing each other. You kind of like every platform sort of gets a unique spin on the content. That's some good synergy, Chris. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. you know. The multi-screen experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, from your computer screen to your television, from your TV monitor to your Maybe we can get an, an app. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, I we're not been... billionaires. I have to say the app creation process, even just registering with Apple... I've, I, I have to curse and then give it up to Apple at the same time because every time I submit, there's one thing where they're like, oh, yes, you, you're, you, you're registering as a company and you put your name in this one slot, so you have to start over. Oh. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And it always takes a couple weeks for them to get back to you. So it's literally been months and months, and it happened again. Like This is literally the fourth time I'm trying to register. But to Apple's credit, a guy based somewhere in Austin, Texas – has called me a couple times and said, "Listen, I understand your frustration, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, I, w- I will try to help, you know, get this through quicker for you." So they, he actually has been very helpful. Maybe if he spent less time keeping it weird, 
and helping you <laughs> in Austin. <laughs> He's keeping it weird down there in yeah. Austin. No, actually, they're keeping it very bureaucratic down there in Austin yeah, yeah. when it comes to the <laughs> app registration process. Uh, so that's uh, that's going on as well. That that's is great. going on as well. Who uh, I just added, who did you spend your morning with? I spent my morning with George Takei. Oh, my oh God. yeah. I uh, I I, oh planked, I planked George Takei. You planked him? <laughs> I planked him. Oh, my God. Because my friend Sheer Lazar started doing this show through CBSNews.com called What's Trending, which is a super fun show. And, uh, and I encourage you to watch it and listen to it, and I encourage other, nerd, other nerds to go on it if you can. And so uh, George Takei and, and Kevin Smith did a segment as well this morning, and George Takei and I were on the same couch segment. And the, uh, and this, the, the, this, the planking meme came up. Yeah. And so I, I was like, well, I have to plank George Takei. George Takei. He so probably I loved it. I planked him. Well, I didn't plank in it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of planked on the couch behind him. So I'm like, my, 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 I was face down, kind of in the nape of his neck, <laughs> where I fit surprisingly well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say as He's well. He's my new favorite pop up on Web Soup. <laughs> <laughs> George is such a great guy. Like he's such a sweet guy, and yeah, I, and I, funny. and I love that he has. I love that he's really kind of at the forefront of uh, LGBT uh, uh, rights. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and he's phenomenal and he's doing it he's doing it very uh he's very smart when he talks about the stuff and he's very funny he's hilarious and he you know he just uh he really diminishes all the people that get angry over that so stuff. we got to get him on that we got to get him on yeah. the, our yeah. show i'm going to try to make that happen and then i'll post the hopefully by the time this podcast goes up the george takei planking picture will be will be live why well, how long yeah. is it going to take to develop that uh picture you well take? i gotta take it down to fox photo i yeah. gotta drop it off at the kiosk so like, in, like a, go back a week in a couple or so? days yeah then a week and then i have to send it out to a lab to get honestly oh, you might, i think they call it scanning digitalize yeah digitalize yeah, i have to get it digitalized and uh, i think it's digitalized actually digitalized so i'm gonna yeah, get yeah. it digitalized and um there's a room of uh, vacuum tubes that will actually handle the uh image make mm-hmm. sure you put the right punch card in yeah, I gotta Otherwise, put the punch cards in. It's gonna be a tic tac toe game, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then I'll just go right through the back door on Falcon's Maze. <laughs> 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 Guys, I had an amazing New York trip. You were on Fallon. I did the Jimmy Fallon show, which was awesome and fun, and he's the best uh, dude Wait, whoa, in the world. I, I thought, uh, I thought I was. You told me I was the best dude in the world. Sometimes things come out. A moment's a passion, Jonah. All right. <laughs> as long as you're okay with it. If that's passion, I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> 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 I love you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's those orgasms that leak out of your body rather than shoot where you know, like, I guess I wasn't really that excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, <laughs> had a leaky gasm. Leaky gasm? Leaky gasm. yeah. yeah. Thank you guys. So the final show was great, and then uh, and then I did two shows at the Little Field. You guys were heavily requested, so I think hopefully the next time we go back through New York, we'll do a Nerdist podcast live. Yeah, that make you feel okay. Your career is blowing up, and then you got these two little fucking ball sacks hanging I around. I love it. You're my favorite ball sacks, <laughs> and like actual ball well, sacks, you hang sack. at different levels. Yeah, yeah. You hang at different levels. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I love it. And so there's so, there's so much support out there if you get. And Matt, you what you really need to understand is that people. You are an inspiration to people who are who've had thought about losing weight for a long time. I had so many people come up and go, "I've lost twenty pounds," and so you have to wow. let Matt know that he has been very helpful I'm to me. I'm an inspiration me. to people. That's not what the internet told me this weekend. I know, I know, hey. I know. Poor Matt, now now that now that you're becoming celebu famous uh, on the internet, now you're now you're uh, a, a celebu 
<laughs> so Webwolf would. Yeah, it's a bad portmanteau. I'm not a fan of it. Did you? Did you I'm sure you heard about Matt's. Yeah, yeah, I read. I read. The Onion AV Club did a little recap of, of <laughs> podcasts, and then a bunch of people were very mean to Matt. You can't take that stuff too personally, and yeah, I mean, from, from from someone who does fall prey to that sometimes, you have to. People are a lot of the times people are more inclined to spew out hatred on comment threads. Yeah. And you have to take into account the types of like who these people are. Like happy, well-adjusted yes. people do not go out of their way to say the worst things they can think of. Yeah. But how, how bad was it? Oh, it was terrible. It was pretty it was... bad. They attacked him, his weight, his uh, his girlfriend, um, his uh, my uh, his comedic prowess. Yeah. So pretty much everything yeah, that I value. Yeah. In life. Well, they didn't hit the socks. They didn't. They yeah. didn't even touch the socks. <laughs> How could you? They've won the last eight out of ten. They can't touch the socks. They left. The, they left the sockies alone. They left the good old socks. I mean, you, you you know, the sad thing about these people is that they have no idea that they are being typical for the Internet. Like, they are literally being typical for the type of vitriolic hate spew that yeah. happens online. They, they, you know they're not mad about you. They're mad yeah. about their shitty lives and they and that you just become a vessel for that so they can unload. Here's it the thing. Dumbfounded. Yeah, I was like, take, what? Look at this. Look, they are not look. fit to slurp the 70 pounds of fat you just lost. Yeah. Look at what they type and then see how many spelling errors there are and then take a, a few pain points away and then see how many uh, grammatical errors there are and take a few pain points away and then realize that it's just a monkey punching a fucking keyboard. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, unhappiness and anger are greater calls to action than happiness. Yeah. So you have to know that for every uh, piece of shit loser, and I hope if you wrote something shitty on Matt's uh, on the site today, because it's one thing to criticize and yeah. say, hey, I mean, it's one thing to give critical, intelligent discourse and say, yes. listen, I think Matt really yes. should work on this. And I mean, but just to say the worst things you can think of, you, you, whoever, the, the people that wrote that, I really hope they're listening, are shit slurping cock fucking pieces of douche limb. Douche limb. Douche limb. I, I yeah. They're douche like, limbs. Doesn't sound like it, but Chris wrote that word out. Douche limbs. <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the, these people are fucking losers, no, but they were man. just like crazy, yeah. like, oh, God, the worst things I could think of. Because they're miserable. I mean, that is directly proportional to the happiness that is in their lives, which is very little. And well, so I hope they find happiness. You'll get you'll get to a place. Shitty comments on the internet. You know what? You know, like I like when I first started putting stuff up online, and you know, you you always you always end up seeing some horrible things said about you. But yeah. uh, you can get to a, a kind of a weird Zen place where you. I now when I go through comments, look, I I. I pass by all the ones saying good things. I'm yeah. like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Of course you like me. Uh, but then I get to the one bad one, and then I just start cracking up. Because I love it, because they're never written well. And well, like, they're always they're always funny in the weird, like, fucked up person with way. The, uh, with the golf cart video, there was a lot of that. But that was just like, you know. No but that's not you. That's just that something just that happened. That was somebody getting hit by a golf cart, getting yeah, rolled yeah. over by a golf cart. And there were a bunch if of comments these, about if that. These people like, had, oh, if these funny. people had one molecule of anything interesting going on in their lives, they would not have time to do that. That's true. That, I mean, like, if, if you really true. turn a mirror on the types of fail and sadness that these people embody, and I, re, and I, I guarantee you they feel it every day, and deservedly so, <laughs> they, uh, that, that it, it does, what, what you feel does not pale in comparison. They are basically scooping out a piece of their lives and throwing their sad bullshit lives at you, Matt. Wow. Well, and thanks. so it was very hard for me not to go on and try to just start defending you because I care for you like my children. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so... I, but what you, the more you do this stuff, you cannot go. You can't do it.
Because if you're sensitive, I never would have found that if someone didn't tweet. I know, to me. Yeah, I know. That's kind of a weird move. If you're if you're even remotely if you even remotely care about what you do or you're kind of a because a lot of nerdy people are very sensitive. Yeah, it's just who we are. Yeah. No matter how much of a no matter how much of a <laughs> Iron Man suit you think you can have. It will still dig into you a little bit because you're like, what did I? Because you put yourself in their position, you go, where would I? What? Why would I ever say yeah. that to another human being? But it's there's a depersonalization because they're staring at text and not at yeah. the, the, they they these fucking pussies would never say that to your face. The uh, my <laughs> the one that really for some reason got to me was like, oh, uh, Matt Myra talking about getting a blowjob reminds me of when Harry Knowles used to go on Ain't It Cool News and talk about his sexual prowess. I find it hardly unbelievable. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. bragging. I'm the one who brought it up. <laughs> I'm the one who fucking made didn't him talk wanna, about it. Didn't want to talk about that, but no. it was funny. Ah. I'm the one who put lipstick cans in your cams in your apartment, so I know <laughs> for a fact that it's actually happened. You know, it's just like Neil Mahoney, the shirt Neil made is uh, comments when you only care enough to say the very worst. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say to people like that, like way to be typical for the internet. Yeah, way yeah. to be typical for the internet. Some guy online called me a cocktard because I said the Earth scenes on Thor played out like a sitcom, and that guy is fucking wrong. They did play out like a, <laughs> like a bad sitcom. <laughs> like. Are you telling me that when Thor rises back from the dead after basically just stepping in front of a robot and Natalie Portman's reaction of, oh, my God, like <laughs> that, that's a bad sitcom. That's well, a bad sitcom. But did Vicky look at her butt? What? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Vicky the robot? <laughs> Yes. That would have been really awesome Vicky. if Vicky the Robot had attacked Thor. Vicky, yeah, yeah, Vicky exactly. Why couldn't Asgard have that protecting all of their treasures? <laughs> Vicky the Robot. I was reading about her on Wikipedia once, and apparently she, 50%. Did, she did appearances like at like theme parks and stuff in costume as Vicky. Sure, why <laughs> really? wouldn't you? Like they would send her out. Oh, wow. Why wouldn't you? Anyway, Matthew, I don't want you to feel bad um, because it's, it's just a testament to the fact that you're putting yourself out there more. Yeah. And the best you can do is... Do the stuff you care about and be nice to people. And if people are going to shit on you, then there's literally nothing. Here's a great example. My friend Tom, who's he's a guy that I've been working with. He's my the guy who trains me uh, to jump through hoops. and Tom J. Dieters. Shit on the newspaper. Yes. Uh, Tom is a great guy, and he's very sweet dude. And he... Uh, he's, you know, he's kind of a spiritual guy and a very... And very uh, but just very calm and peaceful. And he just made this rock stacking video uh, on the beach... Because he thought, like, oh, it's kind of a Zen thing, whatever, and he put it on YouTube. <laughs> and one guy found it. And it was like it literally is just the most peaceful that this is this is exactly how the internet works. And someone wrote, Are you fucking kidding me? I just wasted three minutes of my <laughs> fucking life, you dumb piece of shit. Because he expected to see something incredible with rock stacking. I don't know. Like, you know, so even people who just try to put nice stuff into the world, like someone, some some fucking anger mongrels out there that just yeah. has to shit, you know, because their lives are shitty. So please don't feel bad about it anymore, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are loved and you are inspiring people. You are inspiring people to live healthier and that should make you feel good. Jonah. Let me be the one that yes, makes Jonah, fun of you. Yes, Jonah's inspiring no one. So no you one, should really. Exactly. <laughs> well, who wants to fucking aspire to be this surly asshole? <laughs> I do, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> See that guy? Uh, some guy online made a Team Matt and Team Jonah shirts. Did they really? Yeah, it's, uh, he didn't really make Jonah them. I think he just made. I think he just made the design. I'll send you the link. Uh, but um, it's just like uh, the A in Matt is the nerdist symbol, and the A in Jonah is the nerdist symbol. That's and then pretty I, great. I yeah. read. He we tweeted at us. He tweeted it at us, and then like a like just a ton of people going Team Matt all the way. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Yeah. All the way. Listen, whatever whatever bad things people are saying about you online, that for me it's a hundred times worse. Oh, sure, it's you know amplified. So feel sorry I, for Chris. I, I got the I got the yeah. Feel sorry for me, Chris. I'm so sorry. <laughs> feel sorry for me. Chris, I go I'm home so every day sorry. and cry about it on my bed of cash. <laughs> 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 it's fine, you guys. It's totally fine. Chris, you know it's just a bunch of legal notes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it puts the tender in legal tender. I, so the point is, be nice to people and do what you love. That's the best you can do in life. That's what I try. That's the best you can do in life. But I also mm. want to thank Mike Furman, who did some drop-in sets on my Littlefield shows in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah? And I Roy Albanese, who uh, works on The Daily Show, opened, and he was fucking hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Did you see Al Madrigal is on I know! Daily show? How that's fucking so great awesome. is that? I just ran into Al at a Starbucks. Like, he is? Like the week before it happened. Yeah. And, I mean, at, Senior Latino correspondent, Al Madrigal. I mean, awesome. guys, if you ever get a chance to see Al Madrigal perform, oh, so he is a fucking phenomenal comic. I did drug us. <laughs> <laughs> he's so goddamn funny. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I mean, that is that was a total win for everyone in mm-hmm. that scenario of Al getting on The Daily Show. Yeah, yeah, very stoked. I was so excited when I saw that news. Awesome. Um... The Benson Interruption show and Doug Loves Movies were great in New York. Oh, nice, nice. Doug sold out two shows at the Gramercy Theater. That's awesome. That's great. awesome. Yeah, that was super fun. That's a fucking, that's a, that's a lesson to learn from Doug Benson, who just fucking was doing it, just doing it for so long. Literally then, the most productive stoner in the history of stoners. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it's a lot like, it's a lot like what you talk about, where you just decided to, you took that turn into just talking about what you want to talk about and doing what you want to do Yeah, uh, because it was fun and you were t- speaking to a specific audience and he, you know, he t- took that turn Yeah, and then like just, he's like, you know, I'm just going to do a, a, a podcast about movies. Mm-hmm. But you're the stoner comic. Yeah, but I like movies, too. And now that's insanely popular and, like, it's, like, directed his whole career just being that guy. People, I think people really appreciate and recognize um, organic passion for things. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't fake that shit week in, week out. Yeah, Like, you could fake it for a couple months, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But week in, week out, yeah. you have to care about what you're doing in order to, you know, keep that level of energy. Yeah. Juliana has to really care about all these celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> 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 uh, that's funny. Uh, what yeah. else? What else happened? What else happened? I know this is this episode's me heavy right now because I'm so excited about my New York trip. Well, he just came back from, and uh, I just had a bunch of caffeine. Tell I went, us I went to the SNL season finale. That's what I wanted to hear. about Oh shit! Really? That was <laughs> nuts. That was nuts. That's awesome. Furman and I were just standing there in the green room around a lot of really famous people. Uh, and uh, Olivia Wilde being one of them, and I didn't bother her about coming on the podcast because why would I in person? What? I, what? What? She doesn't need to. Why would she I in person? She's, she's tall. not. Tall. Uh, she's taller than I thought. Tall. She's not tiny. That's true. Oh, she's not. Yeah, she's not a tiny lady. She's not like an Allie Portman. Um, I feel like we're about the same height. She's yeah. not. Yeah, but uh, she uh, and I just didn't want to charge it or be like, I'm a podcast. As they're escorting me out of 30 Rock. Chris and I are similarly height, which I like to call lady tall, guy short. (laughs) (laughs) That's the name of your first comedy album. (laughs) (laughs) Lady tall, guy short. Uh, That's great. Lady tall, lady tall, guy short. Anyway, it was a a super fun... Super fun show, and I thought I, I thought the season finale was really good. I have still yet to watch it. I've been too busy moving. Not a Timberlake home run. It was really great, and fucking Seth Meyers. Uh, the weekend update was phenomenal. Really? Yeah, Seth Meyers just knocked it out of the park. I mean, it, every joke felt like 
this is a polished. I mean, obviously he just wrote it. He's a Red Sox fan. It too. felt like uh, it felt like every joke was a polished bit. He did a, did a really great job. So. I loved his uh, his White House White House correspondence um, dinner speech. I didn't see it. How oh, it was good. It's great. It's great. I loved it. Yeah, really just took down Trump. <laughs> took down that millionaire. Somebody, needs to, somebody like, needs to take that millionaire down a few million pegs. Billionaire yeah. guys. Billionaire, billionaire. Sorry. Let's just make let's make him a millionaire. Hey guys, uh, you know what I said to him? You're fired. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what I would say. Uh, uh, you're fired. Uh, you're fired, Mister um, Dump. <laughs> you know what they should do? They should mash up shows and they should they should put undercover boss on Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> so then the enemy's like, "You're fired." He's like, yeah. "No!" And then he pulls open his shirt to see his I'm head of NBC Universal badge. Yeah, you're you're fired. fired. This is undercover boss, bitch. Yeah. This is a CBS program. How did you get in here? Because <laughs> uh, it's on super undercover. We had to go undercover on another network. Oh, that's fair. Shit, I didn't realize it was another network. Do some research before your improvs, Chris. Seriously. <laughs> oh. Did you see the uh, Center for Disease Control zombie guide? Yes. Yeah, I did. Well, did you um, disagree with it? Oh yeah, there was um, there was you, there was a lot of wrong, a lot of wrong in it. And, like people kept asking me to respond, and I could only really. So it was hard to do it in a tweet. Uh, but here are some of the key points. Uh, she says uh, zombies want brains. They don't just want brains. They want everything. They want to just eat you. Okay. Um, Out? Uh, yeah. Zombie. Um, she said her favorite zombie movie was Resident Evil. That's what? a That's a shitty movie. Um, and... Uh, she says to go to, uh, you know, relocation camps or like, you know, refugee camps. Um, those, that's a bad idea. Everyone knows you have to stay away from like a bunch. You can't, cause it's, there's going to be a lot of people going these things and they're they're not going to be infected. Someone's going to be infected. Someone's going to be able to hide it. There's always someone that can sneak in somebody else. That's, and then they're going to be infected. Then it's going to just blow up and then it's going to, it's all, it's all out the window. You gotta, you gotta learn to be self-sufficient. You gotta go out into the country. Would you be, if you ate out a zombie, would you become a zombie? Yeah. If you got your flu, their fluids inside of you, but why would you want to do that? Chris? I mean, eating pussy's gross. Hey, and it was good. Even dead pussy. You know what I'm saying? What character is this? Uh, Chris Hardwick. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I always like to think I, that, I do not approve. I always like I, I like to think when people make the, like those kind of jokes where it's like, who's that? It's just like that's that's your pure brain coming out. That's, that's what's just coming the, out. Yeah. yeah. That's that's exactly what's coming uh, out. But yeah, the C D C thing, it's it's you know, she had some okay points here and there, but it was just a Obvious thing to get people excited about the CDC again. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, Lord knows that's been a problem. Yeah, were they excited about the CDC? Yeah. Mm, maybe uh, during the Cold War. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, but yeah, mm, no thanks. No, no thanks. I didn't, didn't like it. Didn't like it. Moving on. Yeah. Sorry, you guys. No, no. I mean, no thanks. Moving on. Like that's what you would have said to that. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's it's dumb. and some and someone was uh, someone was telling me on Twitter that I should uh, write a I would I would buy Jonah's book if he wrote a zombie survival guide and I said well there's already a zombie survival guide that's perfect by Max Brooks and if I wrote one it would just be a clever way to throw everyone off what they should really do so I could survive better. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. I didn't even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does <laughs> all the time. You know, I like that was my that was when I was a kid. It's all I used to think about. If like there was a you know 
uh, I'm going to say a bunch of times in my life where my parents forgot to pick me up from school. Sure. And so as you're just sitting there waiting for, you know, anybody to come Some pick love. up. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I would always start to like, oh, all right, if zombies came from this side of the campus, I would jump over here, over there, and this, there's like, I know the, yeah. I know the janitor keeps his cheese, keys in this thing, and then... uh you know, I just different ways to go. You're get always food. writing your escape plan, basically. Yeah, yeah always. I would always, always do that too, but not from zombies. Mine was from, from zombies. Uh, aliens. Well, aliens, you're just kind of fucked. Yeah, I know. Oh. Greys and uh, Bigfoot always got to me. Still do. Don't well, want to be around. Greys? Gray aliens. Gray, oh. large eyed aliens, the typical no no. You mean future humans? Yeah, future, they humans. Are future humans. Yeah. I've heard that before. I don't believe it. They're do future not, humans. Do you believe in aliens? Uh, do I believe that aliens exist? Not particularly. What no. are your thoughts about that? Uh, was it? It's, I think it's like a uh, twenty light years away. There is a uh, inhabitable planet in the solar system. Do you think that could? Well, it wouldn't be in the solar system if it's twenty light years away. Come on, Jonah. No, in in uh oh I'm, okay. <laughs> uh, in another in another uh you know. Well, I think galaxy. there are certainly places where the conditions could be correct. To have some sort of inhabitable life with a similar atmosphere, they would have yes. to. They would have to be insanely correct for us to be able to breathe the. Yeah, yeah. Also, yes. it would have to. I mean, you would. It. It would have to be as you know far along as we are. For you know, the planet would have to be four billion years for life to evolve in a similar fashion. And how would we know? What if it was a what if a form of life that I mean we. I think we have this idea of what we would recognize as life. Yeah. But, you know, it could be some sort of vapor creature. I mean, like, who yeah. knows? Would we, it could be some sort of sentient vapor. And would we be able to see it? What if it's on a, some sort of some different... spectrum that we can't... Yeah. yeah. Guys, exactly. what if it inhabits dark matter? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, my God. You blew, you blew my mind. Blew my mind. If you want to listen to a great podcast where they talk about things like this, listen to uh, Star Talk Radio. Neil deGrasse Tyson hosts uh, Star Talk Radio. This week's guest was John Stewart. Really? Yeah, Eugene Merman's on a lot. It's a good oh, show. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Video killed Star Talk Radio Star. Stars. Oh, <laughs> Star Talk Radio Star. <laughs> <laughs> what, else fun, what else fun going on this week, nerds? What'd you do on Sunday, Chris? Flew, flew home. And then? Then I stopped by Matt Myra's day off. Ah, I was what a try. fucking great open mic! I and I and I and I did. I I you know I jotted down seven quick minutes and hopped up, and it was genuinely a phenomenal experience. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was busy moving. Like fifty people. Oh, yeah. there was more than fifty people there. Were there? Oh yeah, we huh. had the entire front full, and then there was like three rows of standing people in the back. Oh, awesome! Great. Yeah. It yeah, it was, it was really good. It was a good place to work out new new material. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage, I'm gonna call the Matt Brongers and Kyle Canaan's of the world and say like you gotta come like try stuff. Yeah, if they, if they great... come, certainly if they come, I'll put them up you know reasonably early and then they can get the full. Sure. Yeah. It's, it, it was it was great. It was yeah. great. I actually wrote I wrote a new got a new little chunk in development. Oh, nice. Yep. He does. It's enjoyable. <laughs> Why? Why? Thank you. <laughs> so yes, the good, well, well done on uh, on getting that going. Yeah, it was crazy doing it by myself. It was uh, difficult. Are you finding? Uh, are you are you getting some to, to work out some new stuff? I am. I've I've got. Uh, yeah, I am, and that's that's great. I've done. I did a set. Uh, you know, I've done the first two weeks. I did sets. This week that you saw was so busy that I just sort of did stuff in between comics. Yeah, like I would just throw a joke and see yeah. how it did. Uh, but it's been great. It's been great. I well, I know I know a guy. You know, there's a Wednesday night stand-up show at Meltdown too. I know a guy. Real exclusive. Yeah. So Real you, exclusive. You're gonna have to make a videotape. 
<laughs> um, did you hear who stopped by last week? No. Daniel Tosh. Are you serious? Yeah. Did you did he go up? He went up. You let Daniel Tosh go up at your show. I'm kidding. That's yeah, fine. He's it funny. was uh, that was what him, I said. Him and uh, him and um, uh, Kumail have the same management. Chris, how far mm. into the show are we? Thirty-two seventeen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he stopped by. But also, um, uh, Jimmy Carr stopped by and did a set. Who now was that great. is fucking that's so awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Michael Ian Black is stopping in this week. It's just a lot, like lots of stop-ins now. Tosh nice. is like sneaking in the Nerdist Industries. It was weird. It was weird. Uh, but you know, was uh, was appreciative and you know didn't care when he went up. Just kind of kept. What did he you know, uh, say about fat people that might get hit by golf carts? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he gave Matthew quite a tongue lashing when yeah. they showed Matthew's golf cart video, which they got was, permission for, right, Matt? No, that's weird. They didn't, which is odd because I own the license to well, that. How about that? And have gotten paid by numerous companies, that? including Viacom <laughs> you for know, the RTV network. What's weird is if you ask them, they might have paid you. Yeah. Instead of Some just of that kinda, does fall on you, Matthew. I really thought, all of it, really. <laughs> no, I thought <laughs> they'd you go... Think about it? Listen, I thought they would just use it, go free use, and then it, I would never see it again after two weeks, but I've seen it a lot. And, well, you need uh, to email them and yeah. say, what the fuck do I email? We will get you, you an email. Didn't you say you dealt with Viacom for the MTV thing? Same fucking corporation. Oh, but now they have a different vendor. <laughs> They're, the way they pay out people is fucking Matthew, insane well, yeah. now. That show hired one of our writers away from Web Soup week one, so we have we know yeah. people who work on the show. Yeah, you can easily, you can easily just we'll easily get Jocelyn we'll Hughes for you and just say and just say, hey, you've been you've been airing this clip, and I didn't agree to it, and you know, so please stop or give me money. Yeah, and they'll give you money. That's that that's their setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not they're Web not Soup. unreasonable people. Yeah, no Web Soup like we clear everything before, and then they clear if they have to. Yeah, oh, it's just weird. different. It's just different ways of doing it. I like the way you guys do it more. <laughs> yeah, well, it makes the <laughs> Although, show by the way, sometimes guys, near impossible. <laughs> oh my god, tracking people down to explode airbags into their balls. Listen, I mean, yeah. Uh, oh wait, so it's not you. You guys, didn't take the video. It was your camera, but I've your friend shot it. I've been meaning to talk to you about the season three opener. You guys had a clip in that with me, and you never got permission. Oh, it was fair, fair use. <laughs> fair use. Yeah. We only used it the one time. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um. Adorable. That's anyway. cool though. I'm I'm glad the meltdown show is going so well. Yeah, yeah. It's really uh I'm yeah, digging it. Pretty good. I mean Sunday is really good. But yours is an <laughs> open mic, mine's a show. Um, <laughs> team Matt. Point Team Matt. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, so many people You're doing yourself in Jonah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess it's just because people have to side with things. I've said this about Tosh a million times. He's a funny guy. Like, what's the there's no we don't. There's no rivalry between us. Like, no, he even like I told him that I work on Web Soup. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And then you know, he said, oh, so you know Brian Rubenstein? I said, yes, yes I do. He's totally fine. Yeah. Like it's, you know, we have our point of view. They have their point of view. You can watch either show. You can watch both shows. There's plenty yeah. of room for Unless everyone. Unless you have DirecTV, then Unless you, you have DirecTV, then you can only watch <laughs> Daniel's show. But I think Daniel does a nice job. I don't. There's no like weird, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. Talk about the guy's been around comedy for so. It's not like he doesn't deserve to have a hit show. Like he's fucking. He paid his dues. Like, he toured a fuckload, and, you yeah. know, like, he he should have a hit show. So, yeah. I don't yeah, Whatever. Now we're going to have a hit show, so whatever. <laughs> it's cool. Chris is going to have a hit show that we're on. <laughs> That's more fair. Guys, we, <laughs> we, go, we all go up together. I just get a private room that you're not allowed in. Yes. I get a panic room that you're not allowed <laughs> in. <laughs> That's what you call this dressing room. I panic get a panic room, room with robot concubines so that I can at Whoa. least, yeah. That's nice. cool. Um, let's do a qu- let's do a couple questions. You want to do a couple questions that are comments? 
so there are questions that are comments, comments that are questions? questions. Yeah. So no. wait, if it's a question, question but it's right. also a comment. But it's also a comment. Then it's a question and a, a comment. comment. It's a quement. It's a quement, right? So we're just settling on quement. Right. <laughs> That's by the way a question and a comment. So and a quement. <laughs> uh, this is from Nate Soloway. Chris, do you feel like shipmates prepared you for this turn in your career? Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to show someone the very bottom before they can go towards the top. <laughs> Let's just say Chris grabbed a life vest that day. <laughs> uh, I just kept expecting it shipmates, like just like the end of the abyss where that alien craft just comes up and brings me back to the top. Everyone <laughs> floating down. Yeah. It then was. You, like, then you puke out all started, that liquid when I started oxygen. Shipmates, yeah, it did feel like, ugh, like I was getting used to tri- <laughs> breathing to breathing fluid again. Yeah. Body brief flew up for nine months. Just you got to remember. You got to remember. Shipmates was actually a fun show to do. I enjoyed it. Uh, from what I remember of it, I was drinking a lot in those days. But uh, okay, so there was that. And then being the outside commentator uh, on the couple that is Matt and Jonah. How do you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. It's fun to, it's fun to watch Twitter, you guys. If we ever on Twitter fight with each other sometimes, very briefly they fucking love sometimes it. it's sort of like sometimes this show feels like ferret legging where i have tied a burlap sack to my around my ankles and then just drop the two of you in there just let you run around and go crazy yeah so there's a little bit of ferret it's legging fun. it's a it's a it's a thing i do it's adorable <laughs> Just because you guys love each other so much. No, oh wait, I didn't yeah. read the I didn't read this way. Being the outside commentator on the couple that is Matt and Jonah or Mona, as my wife and I call oh, them when we listen to oh, okay, the podcast. Yeah, I'll you guys that. got your. Uh, I like how more of Star my name magazine is in it. celebrity mashup. <laughs> more of my name is in it. That's why I like that. Good. <laughs> well, you know, Mona. You it is M O N A H. That's mostly mine. Well. Bigger asshole, bigger mm-hmm. name. Wow. Yeah. I started calling him Vajona last week. Oh, that yeah, would yeah, be. Yeah, 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 Vajona. I like that. Vajona. Good call, Big C. We're looking for <laughs> looking forward to the Arlington and Draft House shows. The Draft House next month. Yeah, going to yeah, oh, DC. Looking forward to hearing about that. Do you have uh, Do you have a uh, opener guy, local opener guy in mind for that one? A local opener guy. I I don't know yet. Actually, Hampton Yount. Okay, hilarious guy. Opened up for me and the Sklars when we were out there. He lives out here. He's actually going to be back in Virginia doing shows. He's a hilarious comic. You'll love him. The Sklars will vouch for him. Boom. All right. As soon as I get that Sklar voucher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Well, I see all the paperwork he, in order here. He heard you get you were going to be in town, and then like he asked like the uh, the the you know, draft house guys, and they're like, "Yeah, you're totally in if he approves it." Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I hereby approve <laughs> the Hampton Yount. Yeah, good guy. Well done. Cut that out of the podcast. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> What's the time index? It's this young upstart. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that felt weird. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, you're not at all. Listen, uh, I, 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 I totally weird. trust your recommendation. Yeah, he's a good kid. I totally trust your recommendation. Um. If he's not funny, though, then you're off the show and he'll never work again. But other than that, it's totally, <laughs> like I have the power to do that. Yeah. I have the only other power It'll to do that. He'll never work. Like, Ever since Chris got on that other cable channel, it's just... It's uh... like he's really <laughs> thinks he has control over things. Ever since DirecTV didn't get rid of BBC America. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, <laughs> that's really funny. Go Wham Man. Go uh, I had an idea. If someone uh, listening wants to make it, I wanted to, them to make a fake um, advertisement for a show called Costanza, and it's uh, uh, Bill Cosby and George Costanza both wearing uh, sweaters uh, and going on adventures together. So if someone can make that, I'd really appreciate Who is it. What it. is it now? Costanza, Cos- Bill Cosby and George Costanza. Oh, again with the Jello pudding. <laughs> um, 
All right. Carlina Garvak. Oh, that is a great name. Blarlach. Carlina Garvak. Professor of Defense Against the Dark Arts, Carlina Garvak. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. Carlotta uh, Valdez. Listen to the Acid Party podcast. Was dreaming of my own cheat day. I've gone from 300 pounds to 175 pounds. Excellent. Holy, Holy shit. 22% body balls. fat, so I've got a shitload of muscle. I'm not done, though. These last 10 pounds are killing me. I'm the only girl who goes to the weights rather than the cardio machine. I go running outside, too. Anyway, got a cheat day coming up. Can't decide what to go for. I eat primal for my diet, but when cheat day comes, anything goes. I live in the UK. Nah, that's... That's they good. have beef flavored <laughs> potato chips there. Uh, I'm a bit cursed by geography. Any suggestions? Well, if there's any Mexican places around, go get some tres leches cake. No, they might. That might not be any Mexican place. Well, then maybe that maybe there's a. It'd be a delicacy there. Yeah, it would be. Tres leches cake is a good way to go though. Okay, that's three milks. It's just uh, yeah, it's like a basically a vanilla cake soaked in cream. Oh my gosh! It's incredible. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it is good. That's I would get so. What, those, what are some uh, of your cheat day and uh, enjoyments? They get weirder as the weeks go on. Like uh, last week, I decided that I would seal pups, eat half, live seal half, pups, half a block of cheese and uh, crackers. Cheese what kind crackers. of cheese? Uh, actually, uh, sharp cheddar. Oh, so you went all out? Yeah. <laughs> Sharp cheddar cheese. Yeah, that sounds real weird and adventurous. Sharp yeah. cheddar and crackers. That's like that's what I wanted. Uh, I so usually, you're on the Bastille diet. Sometimes what'll happen is I'll <laughs> get up the prisoners. I'll get up in the morning at like seven thirty and make brownies immediately. Mm, so and, they're ready uh, for when you. And then they're. What do ready. you do for breakfast on your cheat days? Just the eggs and. I used to do that. Now I just walk to Starbucks, get an americano, a cheese danish, and a chocolate croissant. So you don't even do the protein in the don't morning. Even do the protein in the morning. Oh. Really? Yeah. Well, He's, I do the protein the rest of the week. I do the protein. Sorry, guys. That's okay. So, what are some other what are some other cheats at the uh, soda? I'm glad to finally be able to have soda on the weekend, like a uh, retro Mountain Dew that has real sugar in it. Excellent. Get one of those. I want ice cream yeah. this weekend. I'm really looking forward to ice cream. Pizza is usually a good way to go. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, you're in London, so you have like you have so many European delights right there, like. You could probably get great cannolis. You could probably yeah. get great. Uh, Plus, you get those like cookies, ba- like fresh baguettes. Is she in London or is she's she... in London? Okay, well then, yeah, I'm sure she has access to everything. It's a city, they have right? those cookies, you know, that have like the red plaid on them. You right, know, those are good. That's a good idea. Oh, you know what they have in in England that's great is they they will they'll make a pizza and then crack an egg on the middle of it. Done. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating it. Where is it? You can get, you can get <laughs> those at the, at the or farmer's market. you could just oh, make yeah. a pizza and crack an egg on it. Like, yeah. not, Fuck you, Chris. It's not some magical British egg yeah. that we don't have here. Yeah, they, and they have them near his work at the farmer's market. They're <laughs> eggs the queen lays herself. <laughs> Do you know what I started making? Royal eggs. On the diet that I could eat on the diet, I started making uh, turkey burgers, and I would, I'll put an egg on it and then mm-hmm. just romaine lettuce. Yeah, that's a good way to put an, put an egg on it. Delicious. Put a bird on it. Um Here's yeah. a comment from Eli Sweet on Nerdist.com. It's a comment for Jonah. Are you, are you familiar with the song by Jonathan Colton, uh, R.E. Your Brains? Knowing his penchant for zombies and hip, in parentheses, stir music. I imagine so, but if not, it can be found here. JonathanColton.com slash primer slash listen. Colton, awesome. I, I, I recommend all things Colton. So if you don't know that, thoughts on uh, other zombie tunes. Maybe you could give us a top three zombie songs. Okay, well... Um... I like Jonathan Colton a lot. I've seen the video for that. Uh, it's about um, uh, it's about this guy locked in his office um, at a, in an office building, uh, and there's zombies outside tr- wanting to eat him. Okay, so it's regarding your brain. We want to eat it. Sure. Uh, it's a it's a catchy song. It's a good song because it's Jonathan Colton. And he's yep. a good songwriter, but none of it makes sense. 
Uh-oh. Uh, zombies want to know how to write a letter. They don't want just brains. It's just so there's a lot of things wrong with it. Uh, it's a great world. It is a comedy song, though. It is a comedy song. It is a comedy song. So it's not like he's bending some of the rules for comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's a good song. It's a good song. You sound like my dad, when I my dad, the professional bowler, Billy Hardwick, when I was like, what would you think of Kingpin? He was like, you know... It was all right, but I hustled in those. I know what the hustling bowling lies. I'm like, Dad, it's it's fictionalized. Your there dad aren't yeah. there aren't there aren't Amish bowlers too. Oh yeah, my dad was. Dad, when he, why can't we have him on the podcast? My we'll dad, my dad Florida. used to sneak out of his hat because my grandfather was kind of a strict uh, yeah, yeah. asshole, and so he, um, my dad would sneak. And when he was like 16, 17, my dad would sneak out of the house uh, after he had gone to bed and go fucking bowl all night, bowl hot games, like bowl for money. Awesome. Shit. And, uh, he and, he, and he would hustle people. And he said one of the, the last time he ever hustled someone, I think it was, uh, I almost feel like they were carny workers or something. It was some insane story. And um, my dad, my dad said he was a 150 average bowler. And so the guy like set a gun on the table. And my dad was like, what's the gun for? And the guy goes, that's just to make sure you're a 150 average bowler. Holy shit. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty, amazing. Pretty, pretty hardcore. Yeah. He's, you got to actually grab some stories from him. Oh, he's got, he's got, he's got. So I don't think he'd want to share. Let's put it on wax. Get him in here. All right, we'll we'll put it on wax on cylinder. Wax. All right, so so three more zombie songs for me. Top three, three zombie, songs. zombie songs. Are there three in the world? Shit, I don't, I'm, I've made you know, I've the, made about they, five or six. Does this count the uh, the the album Odyssey and Oracle by the band Oracle oh, by the, the band zombies? the zombies? Well, it's a fucking, fucking phenomenal. That's album. a great album. Odyssey zombies are great. You know, Matt Dwyer brings this up a lot, where he always talks about everyone's always up in arms about Beatles or Stones. It's I think for uh, really uh, like a lot of people that really Kings really and zombies. Do, Kinks and Zombies is a is kind of the it's, that's that's I I. I I still listen to Kinks and Zombies so much more than I listen to Stones or Beatles. Well, yeah, Beatles guys. I'm a Beatles guy. I am a huge. Yeah. Of course, I'm a Beatles guy. Great. Yeah. But, but Kinks and Zombies are awesome. So way to go. There's there's just so much more there. You know what's interesting? What kids? I was just the, the other night, and I think I, t- I talked about this on Benson's podcast. Um, I watched the last 20 minutes of what I think is one of the greatest movies of the 80s that is rarely ever. That I feel like is rarely mentioned. Space it, Camp. Yeah. Go ahead. It's not Space Camp. All right. Fine. Despite the Leah Thompson connection. <laughs> um, but when people talk about like, oh, the greatest movies of the 80s, you know, like there's always a handful of them. And I feel like this one never gets mentioned. And I feel like it changed the way comedy films were made. And that's Three O'Clock High. Oh, Three O'Clock High gets lumped into a lot of those teen 80s movies. It is one um, of the fucking best movies of the 80s. It's one of the. It's so fucking great it's great filmmaking it's fucking like bizarre i feel like it's, you still see its influence today like yeah. those crazy whip pans and all that it was a lot of shit that was not being done yeah when in, you follow him from up above yeah into the bathroom yeah um and then there's like you know when he has the the, the, the guy grabs his shirt yeah and then when he when he gets back to his desk you still see that his shirt is just popped out there's so, so many, many great cool, i've never seen it casey samasco it's yeah. fucking awesome and paul feig's in it a little bit too okay. yeah and so you but and so if you're a young kid and you watch the movie now, you go, yeah, I've seen this kind of filmmaking before. It's yeah. like, yeah, because they did it first. Like, you have to know that that movie was groundbreaking yeah, and context. a phenomenal movie. Yeah, my friend Donald, uh, like a guy I grew up with, it, that was his movie. He was like, he's like, 3 O'Clock High is the fucking, like, the best movie from yeah. the 80s. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Uh, zombie songs. Um, the, there's the one that we uh, they showed on the, uh, the web soup uh, the other day. Uh, zombie bitches kicking people's ass. And the guy ZZ right. Bottom. Yep. ZZ um, Bottom. Th- that's a good one. Furman and I have a have a zombie love song that we play at Halloween. I don't think I've heard that one. Really? It's kind of a jaunty, kind of Rufusy Wainwrighty tune. <laughs> Rufusy Wainwrighty. Um, Wainwrighty. Yeah. I, we've never recorded it though that I'm aware of. Yeah. I, I had a zombie song called "Meet Me at Home Depot" because that was like you know one of the uh, things you want to. Place to go. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, but then you have all the uh, zombies outside trying to get work. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta throw them. <laughs> Will lift stones for brains. <laughs> yeah, we we used to. Oh, I should I should find that. I should find the zombie love song and post it somewhere. That was the year we did. Uh, I think I dressed up as Zombie Greatest American Hero. Yeah, we that sounds familiar. Greatest American Hero. I do. Just loves it. I really do. Uh, <laughs> that's where that's where that's when they, they would play that song. He would wear the Greatest American Hero. That was the first time we played. Yeah, that, that song. was like there was all this exposition before you got to the song about like how he was he was trying to make that a was comeback. so long ago. I was fat, and uh, years later, Patton was like, "Yeah, I thought it was so funny the way you played Greatest American Hero when you stuffed the suit full of pillows." And I was like, <laughs> 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 I was like, "Well, no, they were." Those were oh pillows of fat, God. like they were on my body. And he was like, no, no, no. And then he tried to backfill. He's like, no, I mean, you know, man, it's like whatever you put in there. And I was like, yeah. no, that was the, that was like 4 a.m. pizza. Eesh. Did you feel kind of bad about it even? Because like, like uh, Jonah and Deanna, they were saying how they were looking at pictures from Sketchfest and how like huge I was yeah. uh, during the Zach podcast. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, you, you didn't react like that at all. You were like, I know, thanks. Yeah, no, well, in, in my internal monologue was sadness. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I felt bad about being that guy, too. Oh, come on. No, anyway. You got to get over that. See, when I see pictures of myself as a kid, I fucking I start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that fat kid I was get, kept me from getting laid for so long. You know what is kind of a fun thing to do? This is something that uh, Janet and her friend Kit, it was, a, it was a quick meme that they would do for a little while. But just knowing that I had lost weight and that I used to be fat, they they used to like to go, "Hey, you used to be a fat piece of shit." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I sure was. No, really, you were a fat piece of shit. Like, Dan yeah, no, Min- I was. Dan Mintz does that to me still to this day. Oh, really? He's all, "Are you gonna call your album Stand Up Fatity?" <laughs> you mean? Here comes your Dan Mintz. Yeah, Dan Mintz. Hey, no, <laughs> uh, one of the EPs from Web Soup, uh, trying to press his wiener up against the uh, <laughs> radio, the glass of the radio. Sounds station. about right. Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, they were great in that uh, the big owls pizza sketch. It was so oh, fun. So yeah, Br- so, Brad and Boyd are hilarious. We yeah. really have to get them on this. We really have to get them on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'd do great. I think they would too. I uh, like Brad on uh, Twitter a lot, Mr. Brad Stevens. Yeah, yeah, good, Mr. Brad. At Mr. Brad Stevens, he's a head writer, uh, showrunner of Web Soup. He's also the firsties guy. Firsties. Firsties. We'll have our PA do that next time. Just like, hey, could you get some equipment together mm-hmm. for us? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I wanna, 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 If you wanna be my equipment, no, don't ever again. You can see the all caps tweets on that. Stop doing the thing. Stop it. Stop hanging out with your friends. Noodle stories. Jonah, this is from. Oh, you started it now. Jonah, this is from Taylor Ann on Nerdist.com slash Clements. Yeah, what's Jonah, up? Jonah, I know you're a huge zombie genre fan. I was wondering if you had heard of or read the book Warm Bodies by Isaac Marion. 
My no. friend has been raving about it nonstop for days, and even though I'm not big on zombies, I'm actually considering reading it and wanted your opinion. Uh, you know what? I've, I've, heard a lot of, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've been meaning to uh, grab it. haven't read it much. Uh, but, yeah, so I will let you know. You let me know how it is. Bronger, ah. Matt Bronger uh, told me, you know, like I got, there's like this series uh, uh, of zombie books that I really got to read. Matt Bronger on Twitter. Yeah, but he started describing the kind of zombies they were, and I started, you know, feeling less interested. Zombie snob. I, I am. I really am. If I'm a hipster about anything, it's zombies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is from Paul on uh, nurse.com slash comments. Serious question. Serious oh. question. Oh, shit. Matt, is pay there, attention. This is actually for Matt. Is there a rift between... Yeah, put your fucking iPhone down. Is there a rift between regular baseball stat nerds and fantasy baseball players in the same way that pen and paper role players look down on LARPers? Really? I didn't know that. And S&M enthusiasts hold furries in contempt. I'm honestly curious here. I feel like Paul has uh, opened a lot of worm cans in yeah. that one small paragraph. Yeah. So let's just focus on the one thing, like the main, uh, the main point of the treatise. Uh, which, well, is, okay, which is so the point it, that he called it a serious question. A right. lot now. of the like the heavy stat guys that like develop these like crazy stats like VORP, which is value over replacement player, things mm. like these newer stats that are developed from these crazy complex co- equations that they do with batting average, slugging percentage, on base percentage, all that stuff. Uh, those guys play fantasy baseball, definitely. What there is a rift is between the lazy fantasy baseball player and the fantasy baseball player that knows their shit and knows what they're doing and knows how to set lineups, uh, get value for pitching. Like if you get, you can pick up a pitcher that's going to just have like two starts that week and then dump them. You know, there's a lot of people that make moves and moves. And then there are these guys who you go and you look at their team lineup in your league and they have like five guys starting that are clearly on the disabled list and should be on the DL and, you know, you get a little annoyed at those people. So they're almost kind of stepping outside what they are allowed. But I mean, but it is fantasy baseball, right? So it you is fantasy baseball, you but you should be able to do whatever you want. But you're clearly, I, should, I should be able to put fucking Gandalf the Gray in the goddamn outfield if I want not, to, right? Yeah. You're clearly not paying attention, though. Right. If you have five guys in your lineup that aren't playing, you know, for the team. Like, they should be on the DL or dropped, and you should have picked so up. So you're more player. of a stats nerd than a fantasy guy. Well, I play fantasy baseball. But you play by stats rules. Well, I play I play fantasy baseball while absorbing this, all the stats I can to get me, you know, best. And what sucks is this year I'm in a division with a lot of really good teams. <sighs> yeah, the I other feel for division, you, man. The that other division, rough. though. If I was in the other division, I'd be in second place. It's the worst place. problem anyone's ever had. But in my division, <laughs> I'm in fifth place. That's fucking... How do you get up in the morning? Uh, well, fast, because my leg starts hurting. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I love fantasy baseball. Next year, I think I'll start a league and I'll say, "Hey, listeners, you want to join the league with me?" And then, oh, I'll, you should totally do that. I'll have a nerdist baseball league. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to. I mean, listen, you, you know, you you your mutant powers are different than mine and Jonah's, and you com- you can compliment yeah. that. So if you want to, yeah. if you want to start picking up the slack, so we can talk to some of the uh, sports and stats nerds out there. I I actually no, I would love to. I rescind my previous uh, comments Patriot. of never talk about sports on this show. I, I'm starting to have an appreciation for. Not that I'm going to follow it, yeah, but no. I have an appreciation for the the nerdery of it. But it's it's beyond nerdy. Like I think you kind of are underselling or underestimating how nerdy baseball statistics are. Yeah, no, I mean the the word statistics kind of tips that off. Yeah, hmm. I, I'm 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 all for it. Like the fact that Tim Lincecum just passed Christy Christy Matheson, like Christy Matheson, who. Last, pitched his last start a, game. Start in a like group 19, on the notes. Start, start, a, start a stats group on the notes. You should start a little mini. Uh... Mini weekly sports nerd. No. 
I don't know if anybody would listen to that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good way of thinking. No, no, that's no. A, I like that attitude you got there. <laughs> no, no one will hey, leave. If you listen, he just went part-time. Let him do one thing at a time, no, Jonah. Uh, one yeah. thing at a time. No, if you want really good sports podcasts, I would say listen. listen first of all, listen to Sklar Bro Country, because mm-hmm. the Sklars are fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to BS Report with Bill Simmons, because, again, Bill Simmons is hilarious okay. and knows his shit about uh, basketball uh, and baseball. And he has great people on, like Chuck Klosterman and, uh, you know, uh, Corolla's on there a lot, so on and so forth. That's a great sports podcast. And then if you want to really get into it, fantasy-focused baseball podcast on uh, ESPN.com is uh, really good for fantasy baseball and fantasy football once football starts, but whatever. Is there fantasy cricket? I'm sure there is. Fantasy bowling. Oh. We all over fantasy bowling. Uh, There's fantasy golf. Really? Yeah. How is it Which a I fantasy played one thing year. if it's just, do you have to have a team of guys yeah, then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you're getting blown uh, oh, by yeah, a woman yeah. dressed up as Slave Leia. Then Osama Bin Laden oh. dies. Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's, my fantasy, that's my fantasy football league. I'm actually not yeah. playing. I'm just getting blown by My fantasy by is that it's a more of an interesting sport. What's that? <laughs> my fantasy <laughs> baseball team is, uh, yeah, never mind. Oh, I got you. I got you. I've gotten a lot of tweets. I got you. I've gotten a lot of tweets from people who've checked out the baseball documentary, the Ken Burns thing on Netflix, and have thanked me. I doubt they've even finished it. That thing takes a year to watch. Well, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's long, but it's interesting. Even if you don't like baseball, no, it's just too long. Like I really like World War II, and I couldn't fucking get through his World War II documentary. Yeah, well, I really like World War Two. No, it's like it's like World War Two was awesome. awesome. No, it's just it was a really interesting war. Um, It was very interesting. But uh, you know, but I tried to watch his documentary about it. Just so, so that's why Ghosts of Flatbush about the Brooklyn Dodgers. It's a great. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a a great baseball documentary. That's exciting. Talking baseball, Mattingly and Conseco bringing it back to uh, Mattingly and Conseco. Is that what he says? How's Hank Aaron doing? All right, I don't know what he's Hank Aaron? Uh, <laughs> how's, jo- how's, Jolton, how's Jolton Joe? How's Jolton Honus Joe Wagner dead. doing this season? Is he pitching all the bollies? How are... Honus Wagner was second how are the uh, How are the... Uh, the how are the Racine Jonah. Peaches doing this year? Are they doing the Racine good? Peaches. The Racine Bells. The oh, Rockford Peaches. Rockford Peaches. You guys, if you're going to reference the league of their own, do it correctly. All right, Matt. <laughs> No crying in baseball. <laughs> You're gonna lose. This was a lot You're of fun. Uh, this, 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 this was this was fun for me. I hung out with uh, Allison Hayslip last night, and uh, we're having dinner. And I started talking about Doctor Who, and she was like, "Oh, I've been thinking about getting into it." And I'm like, "We're gonna leave this dinner, and we're gonna go to your place, and we're gonna stream some Doctor Who." Nice. I showed her the first two episodes of the new series with Chris Eccleston, uh-huh. and uh, she loved them. So she is now a Doctor Who fan. I feel like when you can convert a girl to Doctor Who. Like I fucking something deserve. about your tone was kind of rapey. But we immediately left dinner. <laughs> I grabbed her by the hair, <laughs> dragged her through the dirt to her house, where I tied her up on the couch, pried her eyes open, and, and forced her to watch two episodes Doctor of Doctor Who. Who. There was nothing sexual, uh, but it was all. There was rarely all, is with Doctor, Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that made me. I, I felt very. Uh, you felt. You feel vindicated, right, when you like someone, or rather, like something, yeah. and someone else. Finds that thing as enjoyable as you. But there's nothing worse than when you're. Whew, man, I remember when I was a teenager, and uh, did we talk about this in the podcast where I had a bunch of my cool friends over, and I was trying to show them the part in the Transformers, the animated movie where uh, uh, where Galvatron destroys Starscream, and I was like, <laughs> I think this is so fucking cool. You guys are gonna think this is awesome. And then he transforms into this laser cannon and just disintegrates him. Uh, crickets. 
I mean, also, my family lived out in a development where there were no other houses, so there were actual crickets uh, and prairie dogs. But yeah, that was a that was a bummer moment. That was a bummer moment. It's the emotional toll. <laughs> can I take a second? And of course, I can. I can do whatever the fuck sure. I want. Uh, Carvin gave us a bunch of sweet speakers for the yeah, meltdown space. Thank you so that much. Like Carvin. we needed to go yeah. out. Like we were borrowing yeah. someone's speakers yeah. and they had to take them back. Like chillions. Yeah. The Carvin uh, guys, like from a couple doors down on Sunset, were like, "Yeah, we'll we'll totally outfit you." And uh, yeah. they gave us. They totally tricked out the space with new speakers. Uh, yeah. Now, if so. someone wants to give us a good projector, that maybe works wirelessly. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm still talking to Carvin. Carvin, you make really great electric guitars, and uh, if you felt like giving a left-handed one to the meltdown, so they have it to use. Sometimes Franklin Mint, you guys put out some cool <laughs> stuff on gold. I love your tiny Aston Martin D. De- <laughs> your diecast, hot girls. You are so pretty. Give me pussies. <laughs> you should make greeting cards. <laughs> Hot girls, you were so awesome. Open it up. Dot dot dot. Give, give me, me pussies. pussies. Give me. You didn't even say your. Like you no. just give, said, give me pussies. Give all of them. Kiss, cast, pussies. Just give me pussies. Oh, fun pussies. Hey so girls, so give me pussies. I just, I just want pussies, guys. I do just want pussies. Johnny, you want to go out and get some pussies tonight? I'm gonna get all the pussies. All tonight, the pussies. Chris, you're, gonna get, you're gonna get all the pussies. Yeah. How many pussies are you gonna get? Yeah, the, you know, name a number on a scale the, from zero to all the pussies. All of them. Really? All of the pussies, Chris. That is awesome. Chris, you, it's like a lot of people. A lot of guys go out there. They get two pussies. They get like five, maybe fifteen if they're lucky. You're gonna get all the. Pussies. I'm gonna get all the pussies. Well, Jonah, is there ever such a thing as too much pussy? <laughs> Who's this guy? Who's this guy right here? Doesn't even know. Who's this guy? Doesn't even know. Uh, no, I get all the pussies. I am a cat collector. <laughs> collector. Collector. That sounds. Like, yeah. Don't take them out of the mylar. <laughs> Don't take those cats out of the mylar. We should uh, have a on our on the show on BBC America. We should have a star in a reasonably priced car, just like Top Gear does. Hey, let's not try to program my fucking show already, Matthew. We just haven't say. even shot it yet. Yeah. Essentially, uh, can we just do Top Gear? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You just want to do Top Gear and Bargain Hunt. <laughs> mm. Can we be, be the Mitchell happy... and Webb look? Yes. The Mitchell and Webb look. Number Wang. Um, I want to quickly promote um, my friend Ben Blacker was hosting the the A26 uh, writer series at Meltdown. Yeah. Uh, on Sundays, and then Nerdist kind of took it over with part of the proceeds still going to 826, but we just sort of took over the promotion and, and everything. And and so uh, we moved the show to, um, it was at 5 o'clock. I think we're going to start, I think we may start shifting it to 6 o'clock on Sundays for people, but Nerdist Writer Series at Meltdown, um, and he's got some great, like last week he had, uh, he did a songwriter series, and he yeah, had Michael Penn. He had Michael Penn and Sarah Watkins and Sean Watkins from uh, Nickel mm-hmm. Creek and and this next week, he's got a guy named Doug Petrie who wrote for Buffy and uh, um, Michael Green, who did Green Lantern, and Josh Friedman, who worked in the Sarah Chronicle, uh, Connor Chronicles. And it's really just these panels where he – it's just about the writing process and sort of helps young writers, you know, like get advice from successful writers. Yeah. So I encourage people to go check that out. If you go to meltcomics.com, you can get all the info. And stick there. around. Stick around for Matt Myra's day off. Yeah. Sign up at 730, show at 8. Sign up might be closer to seven fifteen, just because I got to get that cut off at thirty. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So I'll tweet about it. Great, at I Matt can't Myra, wait at Matt Myra on, on Twitter. Uh, Anything really? else before we sign off? As they used to say in the radio, didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Kind of a okay. kind of a uh, fizzle out, huh? <laughs> really. So you're going to enjoy all those pussies.
Oh, Chris, you have no idea. Enjoy your pusito. 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 Un pusito. Oh, oh pusito más. <laughs> pusito. Um, no. Anyway, congratulations, Chris, on all your Donde está pusito? Thank you. Congratulations to you guys for uh, getting on the Nerdist Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Matt's been putting in a lot of work, so. Yeah. Oh, snap. I have. Oh, that, that's, my other, that's my other favorite thing. That's my other favorite thing. You said someone someone said on the AV thread that. Uh, I'm just on. The only I'm, reason you're on the show is because you do the tech. Uh, Matt does not do the tech yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. Chris does all the tech on the show. It's only the last two episodes I've sent you and been like, Matt, I don't have time. Will you please get this ready? And I'm glad yeah. to help. Yeah, I, uh, I'm just, I, I have I'm just to relinquish some of my control for But the other thing they said was, oh, uh, they said, in that same thing, they said the only reason I'm on comedy and everything else and this, which I, I haven't been on comedy and everything else in a yeah. year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. No, you're on here because we love you and you're funny and uh, and because you bring a whole other type of nerdism to uh, the fold. Yeah. We appreciate it. We did it, guys. All right. We did it together. And we're not going to stop. Ever. Ever. This episode? Whoa. No. Eh. Right, let's do that now. Enjoy your burrito. What are we doing? Stopping the episode? Yeah. He already stopped it. Oh. <laughs> Got a lot of growing up to do, Matt. Damn it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> team Matt. <laughs> Why is there no team Chris? Because <laughs> you are. Your your team is Nerdist. Your team is the. You have your own t shirt. Point taken. Well, they're not even real t shirts. This guy just like <laughs> put his graphics on a. On it a looked like real t shirt. Black thing. Like it was just because it was like it was during one of like I made fun of Matt and the other guy's like teams got to be made for people to take sides. <laughs> Is that exactly how he says? Yeah. I think you just lost a bunch of Team Jonas right there, my friend. Are you still recording? <laughs> yeah. You son of a bitch. What? Now they all know. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by GoToMeeting, the award-winning web conferencing service. For your free 30-day trial, visit gotomeeting.com, promo code NERDIST. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like sure. to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker lied like a liar like a liar and if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal or you love to hop in the way back machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes you should tune in to our podcast morbid follow morbid on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining wondery plus in the wondery app or on apple podcasts